In a world where there are thousands of podcasts, and many are so bad and so boring, there is one podcast that is different from the rest. Welcome to that different podcast. It is a cup of Joe and Jimmy with Luke. Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? Jimmy, good to have you. Good to be back. What do you mean back? I'm back with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Jimmy, on graduating from the University of Central Florida. Go Knights. Char John. Luke, how are you doing? Congratulations on graduating as well. Thank you. Um, I'm 10 pounds lighter than I was last week, thanks to a uh, severe food poisoning uh, little predicament yeah real nasty episode chicken quesadilla kind of murked up the entire body for old luke okay guys welcome welcome one and all to the podcast that is different from them all as always i'm joe nugent and we have last week was a bad show this week i'd go mediocre that's kind of the vibe i'm getting from it oh what the heck are we talking about let me check my notes here oh wait i have no notes uh we're talking tiger woods and looking ahead to the players championship that's happening this week. Of course, we're going to continue to talk about the NBA playoffs, and just us three are going to talk about the Stanley Cup finals and like, or not the finals. Is the now? Now here's a question: Is it the playoffs, or is just is the whole thing called the finals, or just the final, the championship? The finals are starting soon, but the next regular season's already started. So it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yes, and then it turns into the finals, just like the NBA. I don't understand yeah, why isn't yeah, why is it yeah, not yeah. called the NHL playoffs? Like what what's for example what's the name of the NBA trophy? Larry O'Brien. So why is it this why is it not called the Larry O'Brien Finals? Because they decided the, to make the it the Larry that. O'Brien. Why is it finals called the playoffs? Super, right. Why is it called the Super Bowl and not the NFL championship? That's not bad that's a bad example Jimmy because that's not the name of the trophy. Anyway guys, good show, mediocre show actually. Um stick around. Burns my biscuits, a new segment we got for you. And yeah, a lot more fun coming your way. Sit back, relax, grab your cup of Joe and Jimmy. Whoa, come get your cup of Joe and Jimmy. Whoa, come get your cup of Joe Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of day, the time where you're uh, you're in the kitchen and you're getting your little girls and boys ready for breakfast. And uh, you look in the oven and you pull out your biscuits and guess what? They're black. They're burned. Luke, why are they burned? It's your turn today. What burns my biscuits? Coming up now. As you guys know, my burns my biscuits segments are typically short and sweet and this one's no different. Controversial? Um, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, take notes. Um, something that's been bothering me lately, um, it's been a trend uh, for a good amount of time now, is me scrolling through Instagram. And, you know, some friends are, you know, commenting is a uh, very um, common thing to do on Instagram. Yeah, people comment. People yeah. are friendly. But 
one comment that's been uh, disappointing, not disappointing, it's been aggravating me lately is the uh, the mom and dad comment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can you give mm-hmm. us an example? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it the what the problem is is they're hard to put into context. Um, they're just kind of thrown out there, mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. and dad, and there's there's no other kind of wording around them. I don't know. It's just kind of confusing for me. Right. It's uh, it's hard to uh, imagine how the a, a person who's maybe a year older is a uh, mother or father figure to someone. Uh, right. The same age or around the same age. Right. Uh, Jimmy, I think I ha- I have an example for you because graduation j- graduation just happened, and it's very common for the people to post graduation pictures and then for someone to comment, "Oh no, mom and dad don't leave me." Mm. Been, yeah, been seeing that a lot lately. Been yeah. seeing that one a lot, Luke. I'm with you, and it's it, guys, mom and dad don't leave me is what they're saying. You know what? You weren't saying that when you were headed off to college and leaving your mom and dad at home. Nope. What does it mean? Like Luke said, you're not their mother, and they're not their mother and father figure. Do they nurture you, care for you, pay for you, bathe you, feed you, love you? Doubtful. They're not your mom and dad. It's. What does that even mean? It got, I, what what gives what gives you the title of being mom and dad? I think if you're just maybe a year older or even a semester ahead of someone. A semester ahead gives you the title. That's all you need right there. That it's the person that held your hair back while you were throwing up one night because oh, you drank then, too much. And then you're, you're automatically like mom and dad. Right. It's all yeah. But I, I if you show if you show an ounce of maturity, yeah. you're automatically oh, labeled as mom, mom or and dad. dad. It's always it's always a couple that everyone considers a power couple and just puts pressure on them to be the the best couple. Ugh. And it's their mom and dad. Oh my gosh. OMG mom and dad. Yeah, what happens if they break up? Does there, do they have a it, it's technically a divorce yeah. in those people's eyes. So then you would the next person Who they gets date, custody. The next person they would date would be stepmom <laughs> or stepdad. I don't I don't ever see the mom and dad saying Yeah, who gets custody? Thanks son. Thanks daughter. Right. I've never see, yes, I'm so sad to leave my son and daughters now. But oh, mom and dad. Oh. Makes me sick. Who's paying the child support? Right. I mean, you can't go throwing around mom and dad. Let me just say that, okay? Those those terms, those words, they're heavy. They come with a lot of responsibility. And for you to toss it onto an Instagram picture and act like it's cute and funny, newsflash, it's not. Delete your Insta. Not, I'm not saying that I'm thinking of anyone directly. I'm just... I think you are. <laughs> I don't. There's really no way of not thinking of someone directly because you've seen it. Um, yeah, I like it. Thanks, Dad. Burn my biscuits. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Uh, gosh. Okay. Um, oh, mo- sorry. Uh, Jim, I was just wondering if, um, you've got any mom and dad appreciation comments this weekend for your graduation? I haven't got it this week, um, for graduation, but Mackenzie and I have had posts in the bat in the past that have, have said mom and dad. How'd that make you feel? Um, well, it just made me feel really worried because I had to go file for taxes for having a right, child. Now, now I, you're thinking, wow, I have, now I, have, I have a responsibility. Yeah, I have dependents now. And so it, even though it's a tax shield, it's just a lot of work for me to have to file for that. So yeah, if anything, it was just a lot of unneeded stress for me to get everything into, into place, you know, when, like we said, child support and stuff. So I'm, I like being a parent though, you know, it, it makes you grow up and I did, I expect to be a parent at. I guess it was probably I was 20. No, yeah. but... Congratulations, though. Th- thank you. Thank you. I had someone tell me, um, Joe, you 
you remind me of a dad. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a knock on the weight maybe I gained <laughs> or the fact that I showed a little maturity and maybe I told him to stop doing something or maybe I maybe I was dressed a little nicer. But oh. apparently I reminded him of a dad and now I guess that makes him my son. Or what, so. what about the term dad bod that is thrown around? Oh my god. You gosh. have a dad bod. Yeah. What does that even mean? It's just I've seen some pretty fit dads. If that's what if that's what they're trying to say to me, right. then I appreciate it. And and is a middle aged man that's slightly overweight, he's not a dad. Yeah. What if he has no kids? Yeah. Well, Le- LeBron has a few kids. I want his dad bod. Right. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Give me that dad Why bod. Why does the shape of my body define if I'm a dad or not? I've seen a lot of mom bods out there too, so. No, you can't say that. You can only say about guys. Exactly. If I said, oh, nice mom bod, I'd be like, wow, you're the biggest jerk on the yeah. planet. But nice nice dad bod. Ah, uh, there's joking around. Oh, Joe, you're rocking that dad bod. Thanks. Oh, yeah, thanks. I mean, thanks. I'm trying to go to the gym and I'm trying to watch my weight, but I appreciate you uh, commenting that, jerk. Side note, if you are struggling with some weight, I do suggest um, food poisoning. I mean, yep. I, lost, I, I lost 10 pounds in three days, um, a nice cup of uh, salmonella in yeah. your, uh, your Luke, breakfast. I, <laughs> I love that. And uh, as we move on from uh, Burns My Biscuits, our next segment is brought to you by Graffiti Junction. Food poisoning, Graffiti Junction. Okay, guys, we are going to move into the Players' Championship talk and specifically looking at Tiger Woods and his week ahead. So the Wells Fargo Championship Ended today with Jason Day winning the entire thing, finishing at 12 under par. Uh, and Tiger Woods with a... That about sums it up, Luke. Thank you for that wonderful sound effect. Uh, I don't know if that's leftovers from your food poisoning or if that was your mouth, but we'll find out by the stench. Tiger Woods with a uh, tied for 55th in mm. the tournament. Made the cut. And is that all we get excited for nowadays? You know, I, I'm just cherishing all I can of watching Tiger play, so I get excited when he makes the cut. Are we going to see him in his victory red on a Sunday past lunchtime here soon? I don't know, Luke. That's a great question. He he shot a 71 on Thursday, 73 on Friday, 68 on Saturday, and then rounded it out with an old 74 today to finish at one over par for the championship. That was his weekend, his week and weekend. Um... And now we have the players coming up over there down in the uh, Ponte Vedra. Actually, it's up there. But, um, guys, what the heck does Tiger need to do to even have a hope of contending in the Players' Championship over at TPC Sawgrass? This is going to kind of come as a shocker, and I don't think many people are going to think this as well, but Tiger just needs to play better golf. It's been an all-around great, thing. Great yeah. insight. Thank you. I'm looking at his stats right here, and it's kind of been an all-around thing. He's not top 10 in one aspect of his game on the PGA Tour this season other than he was he's 10th in scoring. So it's kind of just an all-around thing, you know. We can focus on one part of his game or another, but sometimes it's his putting, sometimes it's his driving, sometimes it's his iron game. Right now he just needs to – I'm hoping that these rounds have been more practice for him that, you know, he just needs to keep fine-tuning stuff. He, We know he just switched his irons to tailor-made this week. You know, maybe there were some problems with that, just getting comfortable with his new clubs. But like we said, Tiger seems like the only guy on tour right now that can putt on a green, putt on a, a course's greens for four days and not feel comfortable with it until that last round and then finally say, oh, I just need one more round. I'd be hitting every one of the putts. So it's things like that. 
you know, when's that tide going to start turning? We saw the hot start for him when he came back on tour. So I just honestly, it's just all around better golf. There's, there's not really one thing that I think he can focus on. <laughs> I'll uh, take the baton from there. Uh, from you there, Jim. <laughs> um, I'll give him one thing to work on. And uh, my gosh, if you could uh, put the ball half as better as he did, um, Mm, sweet Zeus, do I want that? And uh, the Players Championship, you might have a shot at it. Um, yeah, Tiger. Ti- I always find Tiger's quotes post round very interesting. Uh, this one was before, or was last night before this round this morning. He said, "I'm hitting the ball well enough to contend to win this golf tournament." Well, that might be so, Tiger, but you couldn't putt to save your freaking life all week. Um, you left that part out. That's the the way you putted the ball is not going to win you any tournament. Um, I don't know. It's just been disappointing. He, uh, we haven't even been been able to watch him uh, in the uh, broadcast because he's just he's basically in the clubhouse by uh, eleven a.m. because he tees off so dang early. As we all know, the uh, the Players Championship uh, in El Vedra is a tough golf course. He's gonna have to play real well from uh, tee to green, which he he actually did. He played well from tee to green this week. I think he was in the top twenty in that statistic, statistical category. But yeah, he got new irons this week. I thought he hit those decent, but I think he just has a long way to go before he starts playing um, well all four days in a golf tournament. Long way to go, and I think what's also very disappointing is that it's been very inconsistent for Tiger this entire season in that it, I would feel a lot better about this if it was just this entire season maybe the putting was bad, but he's had tournaments where his putting is the best part of his game. Uh, he was na- He was losing about... Almost a stroke and a half putting he lost this week on the field. That is his second worst putting performance of his entire career that we just saw this week. And like you guys said, it took him four days of reading, of seeing those greens, and he could not figure out the speed. I, is, is he one of the most stubborn golfers? Oh, absolutely. And he's also stubborn with, I like the fact that you read one of his quotes, he's very stubborn with the way he talks to the media too. He said... When they were asking him about his 68 on Saturday, he's like, well, I just putted a lot better. He only made two more putts than he did on Thursday and Friday. It's like, it wasn't that much better. I mean, I don't really know how, I don't think the putting improved that much. It's just, you hit more greens, so I guess you had more chances at birdies. He only made 10 birdies the entire week, and with and that's with pretty good iron play. And he didn't make a single birdie today on Sunday. And he's not driving the ball well either. He's missing a lot of fairways. He was four for four out of fourteen fairways today. Uh, so yeah, I'm very I'm very concerned going into the Players Championship. I'm gonna take some of the responsibility for him not playing too well because on Thursday I forgot the time he teed off, and I started watching, and he had just birdied two holes, and that's why I got like alerted that he had birdied two holes in a row. I was like, okay, here we go. Let me turn this on and watch it, and then he went like bogey par par bogey, and then it was never the same. So honestly, sorry guys, sorry about that. Uh, I'm a firm believer that me turning on the TV and watching that, I I don't think I've, I don't remember the last time I've seen Tiger birdie a hole while I was watching him on TV. So I take responsibility for changing the tides. Yeah, if you watched today, you didn't see a single birdie because he didn't birdie a, a dang hole out there. Um, you guys, if might... you watched today, you probably also didn't see Tiger. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Um, I was gonna ask you guys because you guys probably know better than than I. But um, is it fair to say that he struggled mightily with one thing in every tournament that he's played in so far? And if so, why is that? Do you think? Well, he took a few days off 
after the Masters, or how long was it? It was like 10 days till he touched a club? He said he put his clubs in a closet for 10 straight days. 10 straight days. And you know... After coming off of one of the worst ball yeah. striking performances he's had. Exactly. So that's that's the quote that kind of worried me about him. You know, I know that he he's he's content, I think, with the career that he's done. He wants to spend more time with his kids, which is great and everything. But I think that competitive spirit to really improve every aspect of his game might be past us. I think the fact that it it might might be one different thing every week is true, but it's not like at like like his putting yeah has been fantastic sometime, but a couple of the rounds it wasn't. Yeah, he might put together for one round and we think, wow, he he actually putted pretty well this this tournament, but it was really only one or two days he putted well. So I just I think it's been every aspect of his game, and I don't really know why other than maybe just not enough time practicing, not enough time committed to getting his swing right. I mean, when you take as much time off as he did with the surgeries he did, you need all the work in the world. Well, here's the thing. Before his most recent injuries, we were seeing Tiger hit the long ball pretty well and was able to score. We also saw he had incredible chipping woes, and he honestly had the shanks with his short game. And then when he made his return to the Masters, a very difficult short game course, we saw he had taken care of that short game, and then his long game suffered immensely. And I think when you're a professional golfer and you go through your four days and you see there's a part of your game that's struggling— that doesn't mean shut every other part of your game down and just focus on that one part the for the whole next week. It means you're going to go through your whole routine. You're going to practice your long game, your short game, your putting. But if your issue is your putting, okay, I just hit the range. I just hit the bunker area. Now I'm on the putting green. What is it I need to fix? For Tiger, since he doesn't have, he doesn't use his time like he used to, now he spends more time with his kids or more time just relaxing. It's, okay, I'm putting the clubs in the bag. So for this next week, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't hit his if he doesn't hit the range a lot and just po- focuses on putting when the rest of the guys aren't doing that. The rest of the guys are out there for five hours a day practicing it all. Tiger's not doing that, and he, yeah, he put his clubs away for ten days, and so he's really just ten do, days is a long time. So every single time he has an issue with his game, the the next week that's all he focuses on. So the rest of his game's obviously going to suffer, and I think that's why we see a continuing change of what he's struggling in each week. One day it's the driver. All right, I just hit driver the next week. Oh, I forgot to putt. Now my putting's terrible. So I think that might be it. Kind of one of his issues that he's got going on. But he, yeah, we have yet to see a full consistent Tiger. We've yet to see him go really low in any in any round. And what worries me going to the players is that, you know, TPC is very similar to the courses he's been playing other than Augusta. Augusta has a little more elevation than TPC. But, you know, TPC is just another tight course with some water, some reachable holes, some long holes. It's not like it's the same grass he played on at Bay Hill and everything. So it's not something he hasn't seen and not something we haven't seen this season. So... Unfortunately, I'm kind of looking for much of the same unless he really wants to get committed and not take 10 days off like he did. Obviously, he can't now because the tournament's next week, but I hope he doesn't take any days off. Like He needs to he needs to get on the range, get on the chipping green, get on the putting green, and just work 24-7. I'm going to give you two guys Tiger needs to get on the phone with before he tees it up on Thursday, and one might surprise you. The first is Steve Stricker, who he consulted briefly before a round at Doral, I believe, in 2013 to assist him with his putting, who actually helped him win that week. He later gave Steve some credit for that. Steve's helped multiple people win, too. He's, Steve's, Steve's a good guy. 
Um, I could use a conversation with Steve. Yeah, he's a listener of the show too. Yes, he is. Um, and the next guy is Bill Belichick. Um, oh, Bill, okay. Bill is well known for his um, halftime adjustments. And right now, Tiger is probably one of the worst mid-round adjustment guys on tour. Yep. As far That's as adjusting one. to the greens and whatnot. Anyways, uh, shifting off a little bit of Tiger. You well, got- before we shift, I just want to say I've been wrong about a lot of stuff on this show. So I'm saying right now Tiger Woods misses the cut at the Players' Championship. And by me saying that, I'm probably going to be wrong. So that's gonna that's, it's good news for Tiger. Yeah, Tiger comes in dead last. We're yeah. calling yeah. it. Yeah, every time we say he's going to miss a cut, he plays well. So. Right, yeah. every time we say a top 10 finish, he withdraws. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you guys have played uh, out of TPC. What are some of your favorite holes uh, besides 17, obviously? And how did you play on 17? I shot one under on 16, 17, 18. Pard 17. Uh, lipped out for a bird. The rest of the the course did not go well for me. So I personally, the one I enjoyed playing the most, I think, was 16 because I could play it nicely. And just memories of seeing that hole. I like the par five. And um, you got you can see the you can see 17 out to the right. 17 was too scary. It was also a lot shorter than I thought it was. You didn't seem to like 16 on the old video game, though. Yeah, that's where I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played Roy McIlroy, and I had about a four-stroke lead going to 16, and I hit into the grandstands and couldn't get it over because the game wouldn't let you. Dumb. But in real life, I did well in that hole. That's cool. Good hole. Um, I, I know out there you guys have to play with some caddies. Uh, did they give you some of the uh, typical caddy chat? Oh, boy, the caddies was quite the disaster. Um, Our caddy, it was one caddy for the four of us, and on the first hole, I snap hook one into the trees the caddy's just running he takes off running there's still people that have to hit he's running into those trees like man i'm like if this guy keeps this up he's gonna be exhausted and then my dad (laughs) he hits and this ball is headed right to the caddy caddy doesn't see caddy's not paying attention we think this ball is gonna land on his head uh it lands near him and yeah the caddies man they were a disaster he i I had like 140 in. he's like here he's like oh you're gonna want to hit seven iron here I said, buddy, I'm going to take this seven iron and shove it up where the sun don't shine, okay? Give me my pitching wedge. I'm going to knock this stiff. Okay, that's that's a round where I hit a seven iron, so I don't want you to to bag on my golf game right here. But, but yeah. he, I I think, see, I, I thought the opposite. I felt like he thought we were like professional golfers. He was acting like 17, was just like, yeah, you know, it's actually playing pretty easy today. Just throw it up there. Yeah, take five off, be aggressive. Yeah, take five off, be aggressive. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Steve. Uh why don't you just go eat the hot dog I bought you and settle down over there, okay? I'm I'm reeling. I, I'm, I'm about to shoot a 95. Yeah, did we shot in the 90s, didn't we? Maybe high. It was high 80s or low 90s. Yeah. Long. It was beautiful course. But. And then we we pull up the whole 17, and he goes, "Oh, he's like, really? This is an easy one." I go, okay, cool. You're gonna tell me it's easy before I just hose a sleeve. Like, don't tell me that. Come on. But he did get me a, a cool picture. He had some good picture ideas, so that he was good for. Nice guy, too. And once we bought, like I said, once we bought him the hot dog at the turn. Bought him the hot dog, yeah. He turned into a different person. Really enjoyed our presence. And we played with this old guy who's a doctor, and that guy shot like a 70, he shot like a 78. And he was, he didn't say a word to us the whole round. Guy was a ringer. The Absolute per- savage. Per- perfect alone player to play with. Yeah, never talked to us, just threw out a 78, went back to his hotel. What a weekend for that guy. What? <laughs> what do you guys? How many times would it take the average person to hit a green on seventeen? It took Joe twice. It took me twice, but it's it. it the guy was right. It's really not. It's a short hole, and if the wind's not doing anything, it's not too difficult. 
But if you are the kind of person where if there's any danger in play and that's all you see, it gets tough. If you tug it a little or push it a little, you're in the water. But really, the length and the club you're going to have, it's not difficult. Like, if the whole thing was grass, I'd hit the green almost every time. But the fact that that's now water, I'm going to go in the water. Is it um, disrespectful for the uh, professionals to step up during a practice round and hit lefty and just hit the green like it's nothing? Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, we get it. You guys are good. No need to make the rest of us feel like complete jack wagons. Yeah, or honestly, when Ricky hits it lefty and pars 17, and I know that I hit with my own right swing and my own power and doubled, doesn't make me feel too good, Ricky. Well, a Masters champion uh, choked on a Sunday in Sergio Garcia and threw a couple in the drink, so oh, yeah, he's, you don't have to feel terrible. He's had a couple big numbers on some holes in his career. But um, okay. Hopefully we come to you guys next week with Tiger Woods' victory. I'm saying he's missing the no, cut. No, 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 missing the cut, missing the cut. Right, right. Tiger Woods misses the cut. You heard it here first. Prove us wrong, Tiger. I know you will. You're an avid listener. Um, all right, so then we're going to move into, guys, guess what's still going on? The NBA playoffs year two, okay? We are trugging along here, and I have been so wrong with my picks. And uh, yeah, we, stick around to see how wrong I've been. We've been bad. But before we get to that, uh, a quick word from our sponsors. Jimmy and Luke, this next segment is brought to you by the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. You can't find a gathering of more rich and white people than at the Derby. Enjoy your Sunday, Kentucky Derby. Okay, okay. Gentlemen, NBA playoffs. I'm going to go ahead and give our listeners a quick rundown on where we stand. Cleveland has a 3 nothing lead on Toronto. Boston's got a 3-0 lead on Philadelphia. Disclaimer, the Houston-Utah game is going on as we record. Houston's up 2-1 in the series right now. I would think they're going to be up 3-1 by the end of the night, but I'm wrong about everything, so we will see. And Golden State beat um, New Orleans today. They're they're up 3-1 in that series. So that's where we are now. Um, So guys, first thing I ask you is out of the two series that both teams are down, the the Boston series and the Cleveland series, what team is more likely to come back from a 3-0 deficit? Uh, Toronto or Philadelphia? I would say Philadelphia because I think LeBron has Toronto's number right now. He's always performed well against them. Man, I want his cell number. You think they all call him? I'm not even going to answer. Is it home or, is it home or cell? Because that would be a big thing. But they have one of his numbers, you say. Or do they have his jersey number? Does anyone on Toronto wear number 23? I think that Cleveland has completely outclassed Toronto. <laughs> they won on their court. Obviously, that had to happen on the other side with Boston. Philadelphia, but I just think that, you know, with LeBron with the ability to close out the series, no one's coming back 3-0 on him. Um, so, man, but Philadelphia was my pick to to go to the NBA Finals and... Ugh, just added to the list of things. I think all of us said that, though, but add to the things we've been wrong about. You know, Philadelphia looked really good the first round. Boston isn't as great of a team as they could be because of their injuries, so I th- I guess we doubted them. But, man, Boston's outclassed them as well, so but I still think, you know, if there's a team also, that can come that, back, what does that mean? What does that mean? outclassed mean? It means, like, they went... I've always wondered that. Yeah, it means... It, I'm glad you asked that. Um, it means they went to school more than them. So they they outclassed them the number of classes that they went to. Does that gotcha. Make sense? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Less more guys went to college. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Unfortunately, I picked the Sixers to uh, make the finals, and I just want to take this time to apologize to the uh, LeBron James, the King. I'm I'm so sorry for my uh, don't apologize to him. Apologize to God. <laughs> Same thing. Whoa, whoa, blasphemy! Blasphemy on sorry. the show. Sorry, but I'm gonna have to agree with you, Jimmy. I have a weird feeling about this Sixers Celtics series. I feel like obviously these uh, the ga- three games they've played have, or besides uh, game one, sorry. Um, these games have been close, um, could have gone either way. I think this might come back to bite me next week, but I think the Sixers force a game seven, and then they're going to lose the Celtics in seven games. Bold. Yeah. Like, also, what does that mean? This is going to come back to bite me. <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to happen to me. Actually. Okay, right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of that, uh, I think one of our polls said that I've only, like 6% of people thought that I didn't I get the least wrong on the show, so thank you for yeah. that. Thank you know you. What, Luke, while I'm about to talk here, why don't you pull up those polls, see what our results were this past week and everything. But here, here's one thing I'm going to say. I said that Toronto was going to beat Cleveland in five games. Clearly, that's not going to happen, and it. Cleveland could beat them in five games. But LeBron James has single-handedly beat Toronto. And if it wasn't for the game winners, I'd be in business here. Okay? So... I think I'm I'm going Toronto Cleveland. I think Toronto can come back and win that series. LeBron James just needs to not hit a game winner. Luke, didn't you say last week that no series would be a sweep? Yes, I did say that. Oh yes. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that, um, that was a big one. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Toronto pulled one out here. And Honestly, when you said it, I thought I was like that's a pretty Actually, safe you bet. said I mean, no I, series would go less than 6 games. No, he, no, he said less than 5 games. Uh, so that means yeah. 4. I know what that means, Jimmy. Yeah. Um so when you said that, I was like, that's a pretty safe bet, but I didn't really say I th- that. You know I, what? I can't you know be what? held accountable as being wrong. You know what? I think the Cavs are going to just force a game five to go back to Toronto and just win in front of Drake just because they can. That's, I mean, that's actually, that could happen. I would do that if I were them. Uh, you have the polls up? I do. Uh, this one's actually pretty interesting. Uh, what is your go-to funny pose, we ask? And the majority said other. And oh, yeah. In parentheses, we said reply. Right. We had no replies. Right. I think Inter- we had one. Interesting. Zach gave us a reply. Oh. Zach said he does Spider Man. Spider Man. Okay. That's a good That's one. That's a good one. I didn't see it. I'm sorry, Zach. Yeah, Zach Holbrook. But that, yeah, you. only one, though, but there's a lot of votes for other. Right, yeah. It's, it, that's odd. I thought that was odd, too. Uh, a little more serious. Should Josh Allen's racially insensitive post from high school concern NFL teams and players? 75% said no. Yeah, geez, man. You guys are nice GMs. They must have been sending out those tweets, too. Oh, oh. Just kidding. Next one says, what is the most intriguing round two series of the NBA playoffs? 65% Boston versus Philadelphia. Yeah, it has not been intriguing at all. But Ooh, I like this one. Do you get nervous on Sunday evenings thinking you're about to get a phone call from us? And I know this is true because people have told me. Right. 69% nice. Yes, they, they do. Oh, sorry. No, they said 69% no. That is a lie. That is a lie. Wow. 69% nice said it was a lie. That... You guys, or oh, oh, said that no, so that yeah. is a lie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys are lying. I know. I know you get nervous. Yeah, I'm sure if I went to 69 percent of you, nice, nice, that you would say that you were scared. Yeah, nice. Everyone's everyone's more brave over uh, the internet. Yeah, behind a screen, everyone's more oh, scared. absolutely cool, cool. Yeah, we asked which NFL team from Florida had the best draft, and 46% majority said Miami Dolphins. Yeah, a little surprising. Go. I think they're kind of sucking up to us, knowing we're the Dolphin fans. Yeah, they want to get on the show. We probably inflated the votes too. 
I do particularly love this one. It says, who has gotten more things wrong on the show? 38% leading is Joe Nugent. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed that too. I think <laughs> It's uh, probably correct. Yeah. Oh, I think it, it's definitely not correct, but you know what? It is definitely correct. I It, it seems like there's a bit of anima- animosity between me and our listeners, and I like that. And a lot of the votes would have went towards you, but they were taken up by Chewbacca. Yeah, I mean, Chewbacca, Chewbacca was in that poll. See, that's it. I knew when I saw that, I knew that they're wrong because Chewbacca is literally programmed to get everything he says correct. So they're clearly it, not even listening. Chewbacca's not programmed. He's yes, a he living, is. breathing mammal. That he's he's programmed, computer chip. You do cause the most controversy, so I think it's fair. Like it's fair. That yeah, I'm, I'm asking for it. I'm asking yeah. to be wrong. Anything else before we move on here? Oh, uh, yes. Is Baker, was Baker Mayfield the right move for the Browns? 63% said yes. That's yeah, pretty no, surprising, no, actually. No, no. Um, and we were getting like millions of votes on these things, yeah, it's too. Ridiculous. So. Um, oh, do you hate when the person that is taking a picture of you says, Okay, now do a funny pose? 86% profound, yes, love yeah. it. Yeah, love see, it. but Jimmy, that's the thing. If it's, I think, in order to get controversial, and then when you ask a poll question, you have to have a lot of no's, but that, that still means 14% people didn't, didn't agree with it. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, um, should we talk some more NBA or so what, what's there to talk about, you know? Round two has been a snooze fest compared to round one. Round one was interesting. Round two has just been, eh, some interesting series. But I, the uh, best thing to come out of round two is the fact that it has been official. I mean, it's I think it's been official for a while, but now no question it is official. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Congratulations I, to him. I think the best, also best thing that's come out of round two is that all of the celebrities that have been on the sidelines will not be there next round. Right. Remember when LeBron went through that spell where it was like, uh, he's not a clutch basketball yeah, player. Yeah, they're not clutch. Yeah. He now has twice he now has he now has more game winning shots than Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant combined. In the playoffs or just like in general? In the playoffs. playoffs. Okay. But still, I mean that's what you need to be clutch. Yeah, I mean no one cares if no one cares about the buzzer beater game yeah. three in front of five thousand people that are only there because it's free taco night. Um, if there's ever a free taco night and it was cheap to go to an NBA game, I'd be there. The Magic do all sorts of insane stuff. It's like, oh, the Magic had 15 three pointers, have half, have double breadsticks at Olive Garden. They they do what insane things mean? like trading all depot. Yeah, <laughs> aren't breadsticks unlimited? Right. Why would exactly? <laughs> they just get you. It's like going. It's like saying, uh, oh, um, oh, Magic Magic free scored Mc- more than a hundred points. Your combo at McDonald's comes with fries this time. <laughs> cool. Happens every time. Stupid. Yeah, yeah there's, nof- there's nothing NBA. else for the NBA. Okay. Okay. Um, wh- next. Oh, yeah. Next. Big, good segment. Stanley Cup playoffs. Guys, this is really good stuff. Got a um, big spreadsheet in front of me with a lot of data we need to get over. Okay. Uh, Where do we start? Where do we start? I'm going to start Vegas Knights. It's been a really cool story. And then, guys, we're going to go ahead and move into our closing segment. I really like where we're headed with hockey. We're getting good. Luke, is there anything you wanted to add on hockey? I got nothing. Jimmy? No. Okay. Lightning advanced. I, the only reason I know that is because I saw it on Twitter as I was I, beginning to Joe, tweet I think that I don't like hockey. I think we're going a little over time for the hockey You're right, segment. guys. I'm sorry. I, I know. That was a big one. Um, okay. This uh, This next segment... <laughs> oh, oh, Luke is Luke's cutting off my uh, sponsorship. What is it, Luke? I was just saying I have an ad. I'm ready to go. Oh, right into you, you got an ad? All right. I, I'll call the company I was about to say and tell them next next episode we get them. May 7th, National Roast Leg of Lamb Day. May 7th. Enjoy it. Okay. National Roast Leg of Lamb Day. 
I know this was a Burns My Biscuits a while back, but the... Ah, okay. I hate roast like a lamb day. I just want to know how they come up with it. And I want to know how to celebrate it. You just roast a leg of lamb? First, Take your pet lamb. Can you buy lamb at the grocery store? Did you know the first Monday of May is also National Mel- Melanoma Monday? Oh, Melanoma Monday. Let's Happy celebrate. Monday, everyone. Celebrate your disease. Celebrate your severe form of skin cancer. I'm actually going to the doctor soon to get checked for melanoma. So we will joke May the force be that. with you. I'm yeah. sorry. Jeez. Um, but yeah, National Roast a Leg of Lamb. I, oh boy. Okay. Thank you, Luke, for that advertisement. Celebrate accordingly. Celebrate safely, guys. Um, don't eat, don't eat too many legs of lamb. Okay. Yeah. Good. Goodness. As, so guys, as we close out this show, we, uh, want to bring to you a new segment that it's called, uh, it's called the Fresh Brew of the Week. You know, because this is a cup of Joe and Jimmy, kind of coffee centered. And so the point of this little segment is we want to get you guys prepared for awkward cooler talk. Awkward office talk. You know, you go into the office, you have a bunch of awkward coworkers that you're trying to become friends with, and you just don't know a starting point of conversation. Or they're talking about something you have no clue as what they're talking about. So each one of us is going to pick a main kind of story that's happened this past week, and we're going to give you the rundown of how you can go into your workday sounding smart and knowledgeable on current events. Could be sports. Could not be sports, but we're going to help you guys out as you go into this work week. So, without further ado, welcome to the Fresh Brew of the Week. We'll put a jingle to that. Yeah, man. Maybe next week. If oh, we ever so re- if we ever repeat another segment. Yeah, we never do. Okay, Fresh Brew of the Week coming at you right now. All right, listeners. So picture this. You just got out of your car. It's a Monday. And you are dreading the conversation you're about to have with your boss, with the weird guy that sits next to you at work or just with whoever kind of uh, walks by you during the day. And you have to figure out what small talk are we going to do this time. You small talk with people that just randomly walk next to you? At work, I do. I don't have a job, but I would imagine if I had a job, I would. Um, So, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So we are going to give you, Joe, Jimmy, Luke, we are going to give you three talking points that either they may be talking about and you have to be able to know what to say, or something that you can bring up to spark conversation. Maybe it's at the water cooler. Do they even have water coolers at offices anymore? Mostly people just have their expensive water bottles. That they oh, keep yeah, them. the Voss inside their tumbler. Whatever. Okay, Jimmy, do you... do? You, well, Luke, Luke, you're going to say something? I thought that was an app. Voss? No, tumbler. <laughs> well, it's a Tervis tumbler, right? A t- yeah, no, a tumbler's type of cup yeah, as well. Yeah. It is an app. You had me scared for a moment that I just made myself sound like an idiot. But no, a tumbler is also a type of cup. I think, yeah. Yes, okay. I, th- I think we're on to something. Okay, okay. Inside their... Um, that could be a talking inside point. Inside their Tinder. That could be a talking point. Okay. Jimmy, what is your um, fresh brew of the week? Yeah, so uh, the Kentucky Derby happened this week. Now, someone might... You might just grow stale in the conversation and they bring this up or you bring it up um, if you have nothing to talk about. Yeah, it would be a classic like, oh, did you catch a Kentucky Derby? Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah. You don't want it to end there. Yeah. Jimmy, what can they say? Here's all you need to know. Justify won it. Just say that was pretty cool. Let them talk about it. Justify is the horse, correct? Yeah. Yes, justify is the horse that won it. And then if that, if the conversation kind of ends there and you have nothing else to say, say, oh, did you hear about the lady that had an $18 bet and won $1.2 million off of it? Boom, you got a really good and very interesting conversation point. 
you're good to go for the week. I can't imagine it goes stale after that. If it goes stale after that, just talk about how, you know, if a horse gets injured in this in this uh, profession, that they just shoot him in the head. So that that's definitely wow. a plan C. Okay. Definitely a plan C. All right, Jimmy, and uh, let's act it out. I'm going to be your boss, and you are the worker. I wasn't expecting this. Hey, Jimmy, did you catch the Kentucky Derby this week? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I saw it. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, Justified it really good. Oh, yeah, Justified. That's the jockey, right? Uh, I think it's the horse. Oh, yeah, the horse. He did great. Why does my boss sound like this? <laughs> Jimmy, tell your boss to lay off the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, boss, you, fe- you, boss, you feeling okay today? Hey, Jimmy. What do they do with the horse if he don't win or gets injured or something? Why do you? Why does my boss sound like he's like a foot shorter than me? Jimmy, what happens? What happens if they don't win? Is that what you said? Yeah, or if they get injured or something. <laughs> That's a very specific question for you to ask, Mr. Boss, but uh, they, I think they shoot him in the head. Ah, all right. Well, Jimmy, get back to work or you're fired. Okay, yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Good work, Jimmy. Yeah, I like that. Fresh brew of the week coming your way. All right, Luke, you got something for us? Yeah, so uh, two of the hotter movies at the box office are uh, A Quiet Place and the new Avengers movie. Um, in this day and age, a lot of people assume you saw them on the first day. And uh, so, yeah, you're probably going to be... You two are one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen the movie the day it came out, I will spoil it for you. So if en- if you end up happening to uh, hang by the water cooler and someone comes up to you, we're going to start with A Quiet Place first. And they say, you know, what did you think of the movie? All you need to say, if you haven't seen it, is that you really did not see that Nicolas Cage cameo coming. Wow. <laughs> and that's all you need. That'll go on for five minutes. Um, they'll look, they might look confused, but it's because they just have to look harder yeah. when they watch the movie. They, they, might, they might have missed it. Yeah. It's next, easy to miss. Yeah. Um, next one, Avengers. Um, it's only been out for a week, I think. So if you haven't seen that one, all you need to see, all you need to say is that you love the part where Hawkeye swooped in. Ooh, Yes. He shot that arrow at Thanos. Oh man, legendary! And it like it somehow it like turned off the silence that Thanos was searching for, right? And wanted after the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that should get you. And tell him to stay after the credits for the, the Superman for the, thing. Uh, Superman, the Superman thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and now I'm gonna act it out. Are you ready, Luke? Let's do it. I am going to be um, the new the new lady that works at the office that may or may not have a crush on you. Okay. Hi, Lukey. Hi. <laughs> Lukey, um, I was just wondering if you've seen A Quiet Place. I have. It was, I thought it was pretty good. Ooh, Lukey, what was it even about? This family was, like, trying to stay pretty quiet the whole time, like Thanos and... Nicol- Thanos? <laughs> Nicholas Cage came in, and he, like, Help them, help them out, I think. Ooh. Well, Luke, um, would you want to go see the Avengers with me? Yeah, I already saw it. You saw? I... What's it about? Yes. Superman and <gasps> Green Lantern. They <gasps> came in and saved the family from a quiet place. Oh! Well... Luke, I can't wait to see it with you, and I hope that maybe we don't catch all the movie. It's pretty long. <laughs> it's pretty long. Oh, okay. that one. Do not take Luke's advice with any of that. 
Okay, actually, I would. Good cooler talk, Luke. I love it. Um, okay, I'm up. Um, Exhausting to listen to. <laughs> guys, my uh, my water cooler talk is on the topic of Mason Ramsey. Yeah, Luke's going to play it for me. You might hear this being played around the office. Sing it with me, Joe. Yeah. I actually don't know the beginning. <laughs> I don't think I do either. I knew it. Right, I got ready. Oh, I started, oh, you started it. Over. We're just waiting on it, I guess now, yeah. huh? I got it. Can you see it there? I can't see it. I'm looking through <laughs> a screen. Don't get me wrong, it's pretty cool to be on TV. All the folks back home can see me. Oh. Uh. Pretty great to play. Oh, basic, bro. Just really ain't no interest in the place. Mm. Girl, ever since I met you, I know the chorus. Oh, new perspective. I'm gonna be famous. Are we going through this whole song? I'm gonna be famous for loving you. Okay. So let's just say, <laughs> let's just say you might hear that being played, and and. You're thinking, oh man, I don't have that song. But you look through the door, and your boss—it's his favorite song—and you're like, oh, I got it. Why would someone be playing Mason Ramsey? It's in the, the new thing. It's the new thing. Anyway, Mason Ramsey—he's Internet's new heartthrob. Eleven-year-old kid. He was the Walmart yodeling kid. He's performed at Coachella. He's per- he's met Justin Bieber. He's met all the famous people. He's been on the Ellen Show. He is the big deal. Mason Ramsey. Remember the name. Remember the song. And talk about it. Talk about how cute he is. Talk about how he could make it big one day. Talk about how his parents are running his Twitter account. Talk about how he's on the very thin line of becoming one of the most annoying kids in this universe. But right now, he's still cute. All right, we're going to play it. We're going to role play, okay? Okay, who's who? I'm your boss. You're the, you're the worker. I'm the worker, okay. Okay, Joe. Uh, you know, I've had a pretty down day. Um, I've been looking for a good new song for someone to sing me. How could you do that for me, Joe? Uh, I just I don't have anything in mind. Uh, yeah, Jim, I can. Uh, I've uh, met this wonderful kid on the social media called Mason Ramsey. How about, how about you sing something for me? I will. If I'm going to be famous for something, I want to be famous for loving you. A little higher pitched. If I'm going to be famous for something, I want to be famous for loving you. You're, you you got, you got a promotion. Good job. Thank you, sir. Easy. Just like that. Just like that, guys. It's going to be a very simple conversation with your boss. Um, And, guys, I hope this is going to help you survive the week. Three talking points to get rid of the awkward conversation. Three very possible conversations. Yeah. And take, like like we said, take Luke's with a grain of salt. Maybe watch the movies yourselves before you go seeing that, but you'll kind of get where he's going with it. Um, But, yeah, the Hawkeye part, real cool. Okay. Is it our show? That's our show. I'm getting nods. That is it, guys. Sorry about that. Should, should we get someone else to close the show today? <laughs> I I don't know who we could get to close out our show for us. I want to get that fear percentage up. You got to get the fear percentage up. Um. Okay. Let's call Tarek. Tarek Harb. I'll be down calling Tarek. He's done. If you guys don't know Tarek, he was our uh, old roommate. Grew up went to high school with him. Jimmy, you, you say it. Just say same thing I said last week. Hey, Tarek, you're on a cup of Joe and Jimmy. Close out the episode for us. Please, I'm not. 
Go ahead and close out the show. <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not. Is Luke there? Woo!